Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, welcome along to the summer sessions, it's the worst idea of all time. We're in the pool baby! Season 6, uh, we've just watched Fast 4 for the fourth and final time. I'm going to keep swimming for a bit, I'll be right back. Yeah, that's okay. And uh, it feels as though it's cause for celebration. We've, we've spent a bit of time in the, I was going to call them the doldrums, I guess you call them the doldoms of uh, the sort of uncertain genre territory of Fast 4. We spend a lot of time in the Dominican Republic and Panama and Los Angeles and in Mexico as uh, Brian reintroduces himself to the franchise and, you know, Dom rages around the place to mourn the loss of Letty. But uh, we don't really need to worry about too much of that anymore. Is Rufus okay? He's all good. He just keeps dropping his ball in the pool, so I'll go and retrieve it for him. And then he gets really angry when I don't. Well, it's... I'll go get the ball. Who's in charge? Rufus. Yeah. Can be what happens. Um, you know, so what, what else can I tell you, really? Uh, I took some notes. Um, well, I'm, I'll, you know, it seems... Silly not to start here, considering it's what we're doing. Something I've noticed across all the movies we've seen so far is Dom Toretto has a real um, affinity for the beach and a real proclivity to arrive in long trowel and closed toe. Mm. I'd like to introduce something called the Dom Toretto Wear Shorts to the Beach Challenge. Oh, yeah. Uh, basically, the challenge is for Dominic Toretto to go to the beach in a pair of shorts. Brian wears shorts at the beach. Brian wears thongs. What do they call them in the States? Jandals? Flip-flops. We call them jandals. In Australia, they call them thongs. And in America, they call them flip-flops. What do they call them in England? 
thongs. I don't think English have them. But they've got them. I don't think it's part of the UK they, oeuvre. They got beachwear. a, a footwear. They got to. They got to be everywhere. I mean, what I think because what I notice is he's not just in pants. He's wearing his sort of workingman's closed toe, steel cap, platform boot. Uh huh. And um, there's in a, workshop shoes the whole time. Well, there's a gap in the market for you know maybe the the more masculine, shorter gentleman slash movie star who's too self conscious to go to the beach in bare feet or flip flops. I'm proposing more or less exclusively for Dominic Toretto, but there might be some uptick. Platform flip flops with optional calf muscle sleeve. So it's a platform flip-flop uh-huh. to elevate height. <laughs> yeah. The bottom sort of three-quarters of the flip-flop is sand-colored. Okay. And obviously there are different colors of sand, but we're going for your traditional golden sand. So um, the beach is a funny place to be self-conscious about your height anyway because a lot of them are on slopes. But So you've got a, you've got a three-quarter sand-colored platform flip-flop, and uh-huh. the top is just the traditional sole. Yeah. And then for the, for the squat gentleman who's self-conscious about calf definition, there's an optional flesh-coloured sleeve that stretches up from the ankle to the knee Wow! that can uh, accentuate, elevate, or, you know, introduce just some muscle tone to the calf. Sort of a, t- I feel a like tuck and lift that operation is, is a wearable. Perhaps where some of the self-consciousness is coming from for Dom. I think it's all high. Well, are we talking Dom? Or, or, uh, Dom uh, is the model. Dom is like you know, watching these movies is what has inspired the idea. But is this Vin Diesel? Is what I'm saying. Is this Dom or is this Vin? Well, I do. Who, I, do feel, I, feel, I feel like Vin. You know, I, I think Vin Diesel. I, I feel is probably more comfortable with his body, and he probably wears shorts to the beach. I think he's afraid of you know um, diminishing Dom's power, both emotional and physical, in the franchise, and so. He's made a decision that Dom can only go to the beach in long trail and closed toe. Yeah, ironically, I think the most powerful thing you could do at the beach is just get butt naked. Oh, wow. Just rock around. Even at a non-nudist beach? Uh, yes, there's certain ethical um, quandaries there. But yeah, kind of, from a confidence point of view. I think, I think yeah, obviously, you know, just, just letting it all... Not it, even in Speedos, I think you're doing a lot of work. Yeah. I think, you know... You're 99% of the way there, aren't you? You are. Speedos are, I don't know what you call I think Speedos an American brand. I think they call it Speedo. Yeah, I think you're right. Pretty impressive because the Speedo is not, um, a Speedo is the brand name. Yeah. So associated with that cut of togs yeah. that we call them a Speedo. No one else would dare to do that. It's the Kleenex of togs. And we say togs as well, which is, I think, a pretty unique Kleenex. They say trunks. Thing. Trunks, swimmers. I'm in some of uh, your trunks right now. Yep. Quite a tight fit, but you know, look at me. I'm I'm relaxed. I got the legs out. I do. I do wonder about um, your uh, product proposal for these platform jandals, as we call with optional them. calf sleeve. Is is this your tall man privilege speaking? As someone who's over six foot one, okay, that that your mind goes to the shorter man and hilarious products we could offer for them. This is not a comedy product. This is a this is a response to a demand in the market. This is a desire. For, for men of all heights and, you know, levels of comfortability. Would, Would I wear them? Yeah. I look like a giant down there. Not, absolutely not. I don't, I, I wear sandals if I'm wearing footwear at the beach. Ideally, if it's not too hot, I'm, I'm going barefoot. You've got your, uh, what are they called? Birkenstocks. Yeah, you got your Birkenstocks on. Yeah. 
That's what you're rocking. That's what I'm wearing. Yeah, I mean, look. You've kind of got like 50% beach wear at all times. I'm usually ready. You love a hat? Yeah. You love a Birkenstock? I love uh, shorts. You love a short. I'm always in shorts. You love a short, you love a tee? I have, well, I have a theory, and it's a source of much uh, conversation between Chelsea and I, that legs don't get cold. Yeah. Not truly. This one to me as well. I've, sort of, I've noticed it with my toddler that, put a top on him, he's fine. Yeah. Legs he, don't could, get... he could be wearing just a nappy, really. Yeah. Bare legs. Bare legs for all to see. When I, when I, when I not the most recent time I was in, char- I was in charge of him, but the time before, he didn't want any pants. We did a nappy change. He just wanted to rock around. He's Not, a big, big fan of that. Yeah. He had, a, he had a nappy on. Yeah. You know. But he was like, nah. I was like, should we put the pants on? Go, nah. That's a encumbrance. And also, you know, that's also a power play. When you're the babysitter and the kid is in charge, it's like, you know, you don't. I don't know how strict pants are enforced in this house. So, like, if you're doing bedtime with someone else's kid yeah. and you're like, you do this? And like, no, no, no. We stay up and we watch TV and, you know, and you go, okay. True. You yeah, know more than yeah. I do. Yeah. You tell me. Yeah. I'm just here for the night. Do you reckon um, Letty would get into thongs? I have I've adopted the Australian vernacular for some reason. I, I think, yes. I think everyone, I'm trying to remember what Letty wears for the Because Ameri- we've got the thong song by Cisco. That's about what we would call, well, I guess it's, everyone calls it a bikini. A G-string. Oh yeah, that is what that is. I Why forgot. is it called yeah. a G string? Gee, this underwear's riding up my ass. <laughs> Maybe that's it, guy. Gee whiz, doesn't this make my butt? The, I, I think my understand. And I look, I don't know anything. That the G string is to prevent something called VPL. You know about VPL? I do not. Visible panty line. Oh right, yeah. So the G-string was designed to prevent VPL appearing on tighter trousers, skirts, dresses. Sure. I I've never um, troubled myself to wear a thong. Nor I. I, I mean, I've, I've worn one, but not like I've worn one as research. I've not worn one out for a day. I've not. What was the research? Just what does it feel like to wear a thong? How did it feel? Like a wedgie. Let's 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 look at those findings from the research. It, well, it just feels conclusion. It's it's not as comfortable as like I don't know why everyone isn't just wearing the sort of jockey shortcut not boxes boxer briefs boxer briefs it just boxer briefs seems like across um, the full spectrum of gender it does seem like the resting choice of all men it's so a, you can't you fuck around with lots of options when you're a, when you're a why teen, fronts are a fascinating thing yeah I I've um it seems quite American to me yeah. and it seems like an old man thing it is it's generational and I think that they probably find the boxer brief to be humiliating in some way. How so? I just think they think it's, you know, like older people have more traditional ideas of masculinity and I think they probably think of a boxer brief as being quite compromising and effeminate. Oh, I see. Well, that's and these quite are ironic un- coming from someone in Y France. These are so those things are hideous. Uncompromising men. Men's men, you know. Menly men. Yeah. Men, 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 menly men, men, men. <laughs> I did it again. I tricked you into singing. No, nah, it wasn't a trick. That was a collaboration. Collab. Do so you what do you think, what do you think about them? what do you th- what do you think about my elevated? I actually think it's a pretty good idea. Um, I think it'll be hard to wear. Pla- I mean, Dom's kind of doing it already. It'll be hard to wear platforms at the beach. This is so cynical, but I always assume when there's something that seems like a good idea and it doesn't exist, I'm just like, wow, there's got to be a reason for that not to exist, and then I'd stop thinking about it. But that's not a, a true mind of an inventor, is it? Hmm. Inventor would say maybe no one had the courage to put sand-colored platform material on the jandle. I think of you as a yes man as well. I think if you're someone who says yes, 
Yes, and yeah, you're an improviser. Let's yeah. put let's put pumps on the pumps. How tall are they? The the thong. I guess well, in the like, same way that they have. Custom- okay, so now I'm thinking about how traditional platform shoes work, and I guess the reason why Dom wears it in boot form is you're kind of using your entire foot and ankle and a little bit above to lift the weight of that uh, you know heavy platform bit. If you've got a a jandal, a thong, a flip-flop, if you will, all the weight is going onto that bit that kind of cuts into your foot. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be tough stuff. Wow, yeah, it's not comfortable. I, I, I mean, I was thinking of putting it on a sandal, which would make more sense. I think I've seen, like, you know, cork sole platform. Yeah. They're not quite full beach sandals, but they're, like, formal wear, open-toe shoes that, you know, that um, people might wear. Like a Birkenstock with a bit of a Birkenstock with a bit of, yeah, with a bit of heft. Mm. That makes more sense. If I think about the actual physics of wearing a platform flip-flop to the beach, yeah, there's going to be a lot of rolled ankles. There's going to be a lot of, um, you know, especially in the States, you, we're going to be receiving a lot of, uh, like, insurance claims. Oh, or, yeah. We're going to get sued because there's going to be a lot of people causing Have permanent damage. Have you fallen damage. off your yeah. four-foot platform jandals designed yeah. by Guy Montgomery? The, then I need to represent you. They're called the Montgomery Mountain Flip-Flop. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Turn any man into a mountain. That's right. And any woman, weaker than knees. Hi, I'm Guy Montgomery. I used to be five foot eleven, feeling self-conscious at the beach, wearing my long trowel and closed toe, until I came up with the idea for the Montgomery Mountain flip-flop, a platform sandal or jandal that will turn your trip to the beach into a trip to a nightclub. I don't know. I, I'm improvising Hi, the idea. I'm Timmy Bat, Esquire, attorney at law. Uh-oh. Did your trip to the <laughs> oh, beach no. turn into a trip to the ground? <laughs> oh, no. Did your roll around no. the ocean with a friend turn into a rolled ankle? Then you need to call my excellent legal team to get the best representation so we can take down the monstrous mountain Montgomery. His terrible no. shoes have been causing injuries from east coast to west. And now it's time for you to get... Your justice. Okay. What if I got Vin as my, um, not my lawyer, but what if I got Vin as like... Your spokesperson. Yeah, because you know in America recently a lot of celebrities went all in on crypto. Yeah. And now there's these big cases being brought against the crypto firms and yeah, like man. all the celebrities are guilty by association. They're yeah. like, you didn't do your research. And Who's you the footballer? Tom Brady. Yeah. But I don't think it matters for them. Man, you got to be pretty greedy to fucking... Yeah, get yeah. into that whole crypto. Be a spokesperson for crypto. Yeah, you have to be pretty greedy, I think. Larry David did a big um, Super Bowl spot. I for know, but he kind of cut the best version of it because his was sort of in character, going, "It's not a good idea." So you get to cash the check, but still kind of what, retain you your own personality. Well, not exactly. <laughs> I, I didn't like, realize it was actually. I, 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 <laughs> I thought it was just saying it's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, you know, it wasn't as uh, forceful an endorsement as everyone else. Yes. It was him passing on the deal, but yeah. secretly cashing in on the deal. Yeah, yeah. I think um, old mate's going to jail for over 100 years was his sentence. This Bankman Bank Fried guy, Fried. really? That's hilarious. Probably not for him. No, but, you know, he was justice um, for you. What goes around comes around. Yeah. He was in the Bahamas... They were Amazon priming like single items. Can you Amazon prime to the Bahamas? I think so. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's the issue with a lot of the stuff that if is. You par- if you just park, if you park consequence, yeah, which a lot of people do. 
it, just yeah. park any kind of context whatsoever and you just go, I could be in the Bahamas riffing off everyone to the tune of hundreds of millions, potentially billions of American dollars. You can see. And just randomly Amazon Prime <laughs> any film yeah, that I yeah. want onto the island. You can, you can see uh, how people, why people do it. You can see how people wind up in a situation where they're like, well, I'm going to do this until someone tells me that it's naughty and I'm not allowed. And then when they do, that I'm gonna, is such a great way of thinking about it. And then when they do, I'm going to say, "Oh, was that naughty?" That is such a good way of thinking about it. That they're just running around doing whatever they want, hoping that someone will sort of pull them up on it. They yeah. need an adult to tell them to stop. So it's like being a kid, you know. You've got to, it's your job to push the boundaries. So yeah. it goes back to that babysitting thing where it's like it's your job to be like, "Yeah, we we have you know we're allowed soft drink at 8 p.m." Mum says I'm allowed to have as much chocolate as I want right before bed because it helps me sleep. And and then is you know and you're like, okay, you can have one square, but I don't think that's you know like it's our job to say no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's all that is. But this this guy was like 28 or something. Oh, he was too old. And he looked baby faced, which is why I think every, all the priests kind of well, give him a pass he, on he it. He had a, he did that whole he had that whole like um schlubby kind of yeah. aesthetic that was part of his mystique. Yeah, and that um. Uh, that dumb philosophy. Is everyone going to get in trouble who was doing that? Well, I think that um, Caroline ratted him out. I, I, I haven't followed it very closely, but I imagine she did that in exchange for some sort of immunity, which, like, <laughs> God bless. Yeah. Is that is it snitches, snitches, get, snitches win? Is that right? Snitches win, bro. You got to snitch as fast as you can. Yeah, really? The, yeah, hell yeah. That's how the American justice system works. You got a rat harder and faster than anyone else. That's what Daft Punk wrote that song about. What's that song? Harder, better, faster, stronger. Yeah, yeah. That's all about snitching, man. Yeah, buddy. This is recording, by the way. Do you think, I appreciate you looking at that, actually. Do you think that um, there's any uh, path back for Brian? If you pretend that you hadn't seen the other movies because we're going back, oh, pass back to the force. Yeah, him getting back in the FBI. He he kind of there's a scene where he he has to come back to the FBI and he's wearing a polo shirt, green polo shirt, to denote the and he looks good in it. It's his color, but it's to denote that he's been he's fallen from grace. Yeah, it's like they put everyone else is in their suits. He goes and he has sex with Maya just while Dom's waiting for him in the garage tuning up a car, which is crazy. And then uh, has a convo with Dom, and Dom's like, "I'm going after Braga, and the way I'm doing Braga. it, I, I'm not intending to bring anyone back." And Brian signs up to that. The subtext being, "I'm gonna kill this guy. You can't do that as a cop." And Brian says, "I'm coming with you. Yeah, I know what's up." The subtext being, "Fuck the FBI. I also want to kill this guy." Well, I, right up to the end of this movie, though, he's still kind of, you know, like he gets he gets discharged and stuff. I was just finish the story yeah. because this was the bit where he's in the polo shirt and guy and I both thought it would be pretty funny. Let's put him in a t-shirt. Came back to the FBI to kind of hand in his badge and gun, wearing a female booty inspector. I know. I think t-shirt. I think it should be. I don't think that should be his choice. I think if you get discharged from the FBI, yeah, mandatory. You have to wear a female body inspector t-shirt. It's good. As like issued by the FBI. <laughs> it's good. I can't remember if I said this on a previous episode of the podcast, but I always wanted to make a FBI t-shirt, which is female body inspector inspector. That's so allyship. You got you into anyone who's wearing a, a female body inspector. You, you keep an eye on them. You keep an eye on them, and you and you can appraise their bodies. Imagine if you're wearing the FBI t-shirt and. Uh, Montgomery's Mountain. What did you say it was? Oh, Montgomery's, Montgomery's Mountain, Mountain flip flops. Flip flops. It's yeah. a strong look, isn't it? 
Huge. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like this guy's got quite a lot going on in his day. I, you know, conceptually, you, you, even you, though I'm the image that's in my head is of a man who, who rides the bus a lot. <laughs> I here's what I think. I think that the t the t shirts. I I got the size sizes wrong, so they're all really long, like ninety length <laughs> oh, t shirts. <laughs> And uh, so you don't oh, like you. No. You're just wearing it like a dress. Okay. Um, swimming trunks or speedos, short speedo underneath. You got the Montgomery Mountain oh, flip this flop is on. Crazy. I think if you're near the water. No. This, I think if you're near the water, it's is, okay. I think if you if you're in the central business district, I think you're getting some looks. I think <laughs> you're getting crazy, in trouble. Crazy. But look. this is the thing. This it's it's the Sam Bankman Freed thing. It's like yeah. I'm just pushing boundaries here. Look, yeah. I just need someone to well, tell me. Here I am to tell you stop doing that. Okay. It's not right what you're doing. It's wrong. Even though I came up with both of the ideas yeah. for the T-shirt and the, the Montgomery's Mountain, I hate it. I hate the I, I hate the visual. I you have. have to put them together, and I think that's where you've run into trouble. Is you've come up with two good ideas, never the twain uh, mm. should meet. Mm. I it's, just it's it'd be like a, um, uh, a ice cream toasted sandwich. Love a toasted sandwich. Love an ice cream. Yeah. You can't put ice cream in a toasted sandwich. It doesn't work. Could you put an ice cream sandwich in a toasty press? Well, I don't think it'd end well, guy. I think it'd be um, pretty messy and disgusting. And at that point, you're basically just burning milk on an element. It's more cream, but yeah, you, you, you're not doing. Well, it what yet. is what is cream if not thick milk? Yeah. You know. How do you make cream milk? How do you make cream? What do you mean cream milk? You just don't sift off the fat. And that's how they make milk. Full cream milk, I think it's just like raw milk. They're not adding anything. They're just not taking away all the fat. How do you make butter? You churn that full cream milk, brother. Add a bit and what of salt. if you churn full? What if you churn milk? What do you get then? I don't, just, know, I don't think it's thick. Uh, you enough just, fat start, you content. just get milk. Yeah. You just get like frothy milk. Frothy milk, and then it'll chill out. I want to get a milk frother actually. Are you? I want to get one. But you, you, you go. You don't even. You got the espresso machine. But you go mocha We're a drip. We're a drip thing. Yeah, yeah. Filter. You know what I realized the other day? The reason the coffee tastes shit is because I keep getting the shop down the road to grind the beans for me. It's crazy. You they start going off from day one. You've got to grind yourself. got to get whole beans and get a grinder. I think we've got one you somewhere. You get smaller amounts of beans so that you can get through them faster. Hey? Just get smaller bags of beans. They start going off as soon as you grind them up, though. Got to mm. get a grinder for the house. Um, so this movie, man, I didn't love it this time at all. In fact, it kind of annoyed me. I was, I was really trying to engage. I was fucking checked out. I was listless. I was restless. I'm pretty tired. I will say that. Why are you tired? Got up at, oh, this is devastating. I woke up at 10 to 6. So looking after Remy at the moment solo because Zoe's out of town for a few days. And uh, Remy wakes up at about 6.30, like if you're lucky. Pretty good. So got him to, to bed last night kind of late, and he hadn't slept basically at all during the day. So I was like, this is my fucking ticket. Yeah, this sleep, is my ticket. he's going to sleep in. So all good, all going to plan, great. He goes to sleep, deep slumber, fantastic. I get woken up because I forgot to fully put the latch on Rufus's door. The fucking dog woke me up at 10 to 6. Oh. Not the baby. Dang. Could have got another 45 minutes of kip. And that, that, that 45 minutes of that time in the morning? Yeah. <sighs> valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. I can feel myself burning. Well, I got just the thing some, for you. Put some block on. Sunscreen. Thanks. You should put some on too. Yeah, I should. There's no um, UV, there's no ozone layer down here so that the, you can feel it. Do you know where I most noticed that? I've probably told the story on the pod before. 
I went to Mexico when I was like 17 for a um, Spanish school trip. We were going to go to Spain from memory. I think we were going to go to Madrid, but there was a terrorist attack. Um, I remember that. So this would have been like 04, I think, that that happened, something like that. I think my, I think my, uh, my older sister was in Barcelona at that time. Oh, God, that's horrible. Um, well, not as horrible as for oh, the people true. who are in Madrid. That's true. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, so uh, we decided to go to Mexico instead. If memory serves, I sort of lied my way on the trip um, as well. But anyway, we went there and I got lost in Guadalajara for about a day. I was just walking around. No Google Maps back then on your phone, that's for sure. Eventually found my way home. But I was shocked that um, the only like bit of me, I was in shorts and T-shirt for like the whole day out in the Mexico sun, but I didn't really get burned except for my feet. Mm. And that's the thing that really made me realise the New Zealand sun is a different sun. We're dealing it with takes a different it, it, it takes here. its work very seriously down here. Yeah. I think it thinks, you know... It's on the clock. Down at the bottom. I mean, is it... No, that's not how it works. What? It's not like in the. It's not like say, uh, uh, the Antipodes to New Zealand is Portugal. The Portuguese aren't confronted by the same hole in the ozone layer because it's literally over us. Right? I don't know. I don't know. It's that over makes, us in Australia. Do you re- so it moves with us? I guess yeah. the the like stratosphere wherever the ozone layer is moves with us. That atmosphere moves with us as we turn around. Put the towel on for some protection. Do you want to move to Mars? If it's a possibility? Or would you want to go and... No, I'm in no rush. Me neither. So you're not in the first wave. Seems like a dumb idea to me. Who's sparing that mission? Elon. Don't Elon's all about it. 
that's just like that's a big part of the problem. It's like the worst person you know building this cool new house. So well, and they I, go, hey, I'm having a big party, and everyone is invited. Yeah, and you're like, I really don't want to go to your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care how nice you got it. Yeah, it's true of a lot of p- people with nice houses. Probably not great people. I, I, I think I guess in this analogy, I question the house based on who owns it. I'm like, if that guy's so big on this. Not good. Not good. I might have um, dabbled with the idea previously, but if this guy's so hot on it, fuck that. It mm. must be a bad idea. Um, I'm just going to have a look at what else I've got here. Oh, you took so many notes this episode, man. It was breathtaking. It's not actually as many as you think. We've already burned through most of them. Okay. Uh, That's fine. I could talk about something. Okay. It relates to what we were just talking Oh, shush. Is what that a, we pa- were just is that a package, about. do you reckon? Yeah, probably. Yeah, go go check go check it out, Ruth. Um, I liked that you can kind of track uh, Brian O'Connor's journey through his fashion in this. Okay. So, like at the start, when he goes into the meeting with his boss, who is the genetic uh, compound Nixon. of presidents Ford and Nixon All right. at the FBI, he's. Put, he's 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 adjusting his collar. He's putting his he's tightening his tie. He's got such a laissez-faire sort of attitude. He's doing something else. He's late to a meeting with the big chief, and um, that's Brian. You know, that's his character. That's where he's at. And then uh, later in the film, he um, when he hands in his badge, he's in that gorgeous polo shirt because he's kind of off the clock at that point. He's decided I'm going to kill this guy. This is extrajudicial. I'm leaving the force. And then later. Um, I think when he's trying to make the deal with his with his boss, yeah, um, he's back in a suit and tie. He's contrite. He's trying to play their game again. Okay, and then also um, same attire in court because he once again is on the back foot. He's his best to, friend's yeah. facing serious he's, time. He's back, I think he's back with the FBI in court because they're using Brian's testimony, like federal agent O'Connor's testimony, to try and defend Dom. And then as soon as they're like, "Nah, Dom, you don't get," and you know Dom's in trouble in court because the 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 judge and this is true for like if you're at it's true for virtually any circumstance if if someone is passing judgment and they start off by being like well i tell you i thought you did this well i thought you're fantastic on this front just sitting there you're thinking you son of a bitch <laughs> you're going good news first bad news second you know you want them to start by giving you some constructive criticism and then say in saying that yeah you nailed this that and the other you're off the hook hey, move your peek up we're gonna lose your eyes in the video which you can see at twilight.substack.com that's true the, the peak is down um, for my own selfish reasons. <laughs> so you can see? Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> that seems fair. <laughs> so you can be outside and see? Yeah. I've lost my sunglasses. Sorry What if I that. told you, Tim, I lost the fifth pair of identical sunglasses I've owned in the last 10 years? Fuck, man. That's devastating. One every two years ain't terrible. They're expensive sunglasses. Yeah. And I... Don't learn, and I don't stop buying them. These ones I bought, I mean, this was a bad turnaround. These ones I bought in July. Yeah, that's pretty dog shit. And now I haven't even made it to summer. Oh, I'm really annoyed at myself. I lost a couple of somewhat expensive ones, and now I'm gas station all the way. Are you? Mm. You just have to accept no, that no, you're either a sunglasses no, person no, or not. No, 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 no. I'm going to buy... Do you know what I'm going to do? You're going to buy the exact same pair of sunglasses. I'm going to buy two pairs. (laughs) Do that? (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. I'm going to buy two pairs of them. No, because then you're normalizing it for yourself. No. Then I'm... A little bit. 
was going to say then I'm ready, and then I realised that plays into your argument. Hey, I'm really sorry. I cut off something amazing you were going to say before. It's okay. But before I get to that, I actually want to circle back, because you said, you were asking earlier if there's any way back for Brian O'Connor to the force. Mm-hmm. If we remove the information we have about fasts, five through nine yeah let's pretend like we didn't do the franchise backwards which we did uh i think if you at the end of this movie you think yes all the way up until uh the closing scene when him and mia and also leon santos whose inclusion in the prison bus heist is omitted from the start of f5 i think you think yeah you know he can have it both ways but he just you know like I think something that Mia said sticks with him. I think, Do you Mia, think he's Mia, got like a Hannah Montana situation where he sort of you get the best puts the suit on, best of both worlds. Yeah, chill it out, take it slow. I've never. I I don't know, man. Then I you, don't know why that's in my head, and I don't know how it got there because I don't know what show. that song is. You get the best of both worlds. Chill it out, take it slow. That's when you're being. Um, like just regular high school student, then you rock out the show. And that's when you're being a pop star. What do you think of Miley Cyrus's trajectory as sort of public It's about life? right. She's done really well. I Considering so the, the strain and pressure she would have put under as a Disney star. Yeah. She's sort of formed her own uh, both musical and just personal identity. Yeah. She seems pretty happy. She seems cool. She dated a guy who we have on our body. Forgot about that. Yeah. How's, how, have you checked out um, his new show? No, nah, but I hear it's good. Yes, yeah, same. I've got to watch it. Because I actually got quite into, uh, <laughs> fuck, what's it called again? <laughs> I know the new one's called Generation V. Uh, it's The Boys. The Boys, thank you. He, he's also, he got cast in a Tim Tebow. Who, Tim Tebow was a quarterback for the Denver Broncos, or the, the NFL team I support. He's a big Bible-loving man. He's a very he? unique guy. He's got a somewhat unu- not unusual Was he involved story. in uh, Deflategate? No, no, no. Was that Brady? That was Tom Brady, yeah. Uh, Anyway, he's going to be in that. But uh, I just want to go back. I want to finish. I want to close the loop on this Brian O'Connor thing because I think he could could conceivably go back to the force. But I just think Mia, they sit down. She doesn't drink anything out of a brand new porcelain cup at a diner. And she says, do you ever think maybe instead of being the good guy who has to pretend to be bad, you're the bad guy pretending to be good? I think some of that, I think reckon it, with his behaviour in previous movies that we're about to see, where he has to betray the family, still weighs on him. And I think all of that means that his path towards, and I don't want to call him a criminal, I just think being a renegade, I think living outside of the traditional bounds of the law, not in a way that is aggressive to civilians, but just in a way that, you know, they know more. It is crazy, actually, to think about in this movie how they're just like, he's a cop and Dom's like a, a street racer still. Think about how they are, like a crack squad of people who's, who are perpetually saving the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like by the end, you know, when does that turn take place? No, well, I guess F5, we're, and we're F5, the most qualified people to answer that. And F6, it's F6. F6 is when The Rock comes and recruits them and says, I need your help. Yeah. F5, they're just stealing money from people. And F6, it's like, okay, we've got the money we need. That's true. You know. You're right. Let's pitch in. And then, so from F6 onwards, it's like they're just they're just creating more and more elaborate um, ways to save the world. It's a pretty big journey, isn't it? From like just two young guys in Los Angeles. It's huge. Which we, we haven't seen yet, but it's what I understand it's going to be. I, we almost have now. We've seen a lot of Los Angeles. We've seen a lot of Paul Walker. We've seen a lot of Dom. Dom said, do you know, Vin Diesel said he was only going to do F4 if... Um, Paul Walker came back for it. Wow. That was their condition. Really? Yeah. 
shirt. Like that you're using they them pronouns for uh Vin Diesel. It's very good. Yeah. Not um so it's just sort of how I was talking about Vin. Yeah. I don't know where it came from. Vin Diesel. Vince Vincenzo Chisel. <laughs> uh what I was gonna say is uh it's, I guess it's a shining light and it's maybe harsh because it's not a total celebration of, you know, there's not a lot of moments of cinema in this, I don't think. I think it's a movie. But there's one where... Uh, Here he is, Roger Ebert in his bloody beach chair. Like Gene Siskel. Uh, they're in Mexico. It's at the climax of the movie. Uh, Brian O'Connor and Dom Toretto take Braga. One thing I'll miss mm. is the way they say Braga and saying Braga. The role of the R. You can keep Braga. saying it that way if you want. Braga. Totally and, like, and also, I think he's, sent, he's known as Santos at the time, but the actor who plays Braga, because, you know, Braga is, he's running multiple identities. Yeah. The way that he talks about Braga in the third person, the yeah. relish with which he keeps talking about any of these, any of these, uh, you see these, um, what does he call what them? What does he say? I these cats. Yet. You see yeah, these yeah, cats? Like any of them would die for Braga. Even you? Especially me. And it's like the way that he relishes in talking about Braga in the third person. And Honestly, oh, the other good one is when um, he's taking the phone call from Dom Toretto and uh, Dom's trying to make the, the trade. Braga would never go for that. Yeah. Well, either I deal with Braga or you do. Beat. When and where. Yeah. So good. He's such a fun actor, man. He is. He's good. I'm so like, and I could see it from F, I want to say seven, when we six, see him in I jail. Think. I think it's later than six. I think it's I would six. defer to your judgment on that. You could, t yeah, you're right, because, yeah, Paul Walker's in it. Um, you could tell from the brief screen time he had in that that this guy fucks. Yeah. And I'm so delighted that as we backtrack. How does that recontextualize your favorite moment, I would argue, from Even, F6 and maybe just, the whole season? It deepens it. You're lucky these bars are between us. Opens the door. So good, man. You like that? I reckon that is my shining light of the entire franchise. You're lucky these bars are between us. <laughs> I am uh, feeling weirdly proud of my Paul Walker there. <laughs> Just a little bit of pride, yeah. Good on you, man. Thanks, Tim. Uh, there's, there's nothing wrong with taking pride in your Paul Walker um, impression. I think my favorite, uh, my shining light in this one, though, is... So Brian and Vin have Braga, and they're driving. They're breaking away from Mexico. They've hijacked him in a in a Catholic cathedral, yeah. and they've got him in the car, and they're driving him back to the states, uh, which goes against what we've been told is going to happen. Yeah, because they're and all the, talking about killing him, and, and then suddenly yeah, yeah. we're driving him back. And so, and then like there's a card game, and you know, there's everyone's on like walkie talkies, and they're saying Braga's been kidnapped or whatever. And there's an action point where there's four guys playing cards. I guess one of them is a henchman who we just aren't familiar enough with to know their name yeah. but they, it's like a shot of all four people from the card table springing to action and it's just a it's a really small moment but it's one where it's something Phoenix is in the middle of the shot no Phoenix is co at the cockfight next it's someone else oh shit else. you're right sorry you're right uh, the other lesser henchmen but the, it's something if you've, if you've like when you make 48 hour film festival if you've made a short film or just filmed anything it's very hard you know it's something that you'd forget but it's a hard thing to do is to have people in action or moving before the start of the shot so that they're not static and then moving. And it's just a moment where they miss that in this. So it's like... That, they, I thought that's what you thought had happened. 
It's Justin Lin. It's not what's happened. What's happened? They're responding to the to the call on the walkie. But There's a not, big walkie not, and it comes through. I know, but they're not. So that you can see the reaction. They're all at a card table. They're playing cards. They've got cards in their hand. No one is. There's no action. All, oh, okay. So they're actually they're all is, totally still like right, waiting okay. for the call. So I it's see. like okay, and we're set, and they're sitting there looking at their cards, like a painting. And then they say action, and then so what you see. So it's in like the frame, second action. Yeah. So in the frame, saying. what yep. you see is just four people sitting still, and then you can basically hear Justin Lin call action, and you see four people, in like you know, it's like on a video game when all of the um like NPRs are, are NPCs are, NPCs are, are set to move it at the exact sure. same time. And it's just do you, do you know what that might have been? Second unit director. It's it would not surprise me. If Justin was involved, wouldn't have happened. Wouldn't really? have happened on his watch. He's got an eye for detail, <laughs> I assume. He does. He's put together a pretty tidy film in this one. I'll admit that. It just is not for me anymore. Two watches of this film I think is fine. Mm, Anything I, beyond that is kind of fucking annoying. I never totally warmed to this iteration. And I, uh, I think I roll the tape because I'm pretty sure on the first watch we were both pretty enthused. No, I, I mean you might. I I remember. I think one of my early criticisms was that this is a, a film unclear of itself. Was that our last watch of it? Yeah, have we got one more. Is that no. gone now? Walk free. Do we get to go to Tokyo now? Yeah, we, Tokyo? All, we always talk about Tokyo. Yeah. Nice. I know. I think it's, it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be Han centric. I mean, what oh, do you think we're going to see? Also, that. like, it's non and Gal Gadot. It's non-canon. That, is that true? We don't know if this is. I'm not having this conversation on the pod again. This is Gal Gadot's on-screen debut. This movie of film, generally. This, this film, yeah. Far. Oh, but the one what Tokyo what, Drift? What, what we, we just, just watched. watched. Gotcha. Well, how do they retcon that? Because like at the end of what was it six when she says, you know, really? no seven. We always Tokyo, about, we always talk about Tokyo. You would assume what we're going to be treated to, or what she's referring to, is seeing a lot of her and Han together in Tokyo. No, but this is... Oh, I, I actually, it genuinely right? bends my brain. Because doesn't three no, no, chron- no, no, chronologically stop, stop, come stop. after six or seven? Stop. I've stopped. Stand I'm down. actually straining, I'm straining myself to figure out how they've constructed this. We've we've been through this numerous times and I can't remember it. But Tokyo Drift We haven't helped ourselves, have we? Tokyo no Tokyo Drift is um You would expect one of us to be better at this. It you feels, are you are better at this than me, but no, both no, of no, us no, are no, no, no. worse than average by far. This whole remembering. This whole season it feels like a tube of toothpaste. Mm-hmm. And you know like in say in a Colgate tube they've got the like three colours. Yeah. Feels like there's nine colours. And when they, so there's nine colors to the toothpaste, and when they got them in the tube, it's very clear which color goes where. And then when you squeeze it out, they swirl, and that's what it feels like yeah. trying to separate out which movie's which. It's yeah. just become one. We've mixed all the paints. Yeah, we've just got it's brown. brown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fast and the browniest. Um, the browniest. Is it still recording? Yeah, it is. Good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. It's just a big mush of going to space, robbing someone of a bank vault. Um, crashing an aeroplane, getting a nuclear sub uh, fucking hacked and hijacked. What if I told you, you know, Charlize Theron, Helen Mirren, John Cena, Jason Jason Statham. Statham. What if I told you all of these people are in this franchise? It's a galaxy of stars, isn't it? It really is. The Rock is in this franchise. Yeah. Do you know that? I can't think of anyone else. I can't believe he hasn't managed to forge his path yet. 
Ludacris is in this franchise. That's crazy too. We must be about to meet Ludacris. No, no. Didn't we last movie though? No, no, no. Wasn't that the He was being, he was called back. Ludacris was in a flashback. So who did we get, did we get introduced to Tyrese in the next one? No. Have we seen both of them? Both we don't know. We're going to meet them both still. In two. Or three. Three. I have a, now I might be wring just so There's, everyone knows, when, when we say three, we're talking about Tokyo Drift. When there was I a, think. When Paul Walker died and there was a flashback remembering, I yeah. feel like there was a frame with Ludacris it's with a big... It's been a long... Oh, boy, I'm off. But Afro. that played in a um, clothing store I was in at the mall recently, wow. and boy, it took the tear to my eye. But sorry, you go. I think we see Ludacris with a big afro. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's Tokyo Drift, I reckon. Do you know what I'm excited for in Tokyo Drift? What? I've said it before. The Teriyaki Boys. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> And uh, I knew. Are they it. in it, or do they do some soundtrack? They got, a, they got a soundtrack. They got a song in it, and Sick. it used to go in the university hostel I was in. Yeah, we used to use it to wake each other up. Hell yeah! It's like I think it's like called Tokyo Drift. It's like I wonder if you know, wonder if you Tokyo. Did they see me when they see me? Da, 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 da. I say fire. Can I say this? Drift, drift. Dudes rock. Dudes rock. Yeah. Dudes rock, man. And that's, um, I think, just about going to do it for us. My shining light, thanks for asking. No worries. It's just how uh, captivating Mia looks in the last bit when they're <laughs> busting uh, Dom Toretto out of the federal really? prison transport bus. It's awesome. She looks amazing. The is, car is fucking sick. Is Tim not a man of flesh and blood? She looks hot, but she looks fucking cool, too. She's in, like, a leather... Because in all the rest of it, she's wearing very, like, girly clothes like almost literally i think there's frills and stuff details on her tops and things but in this she's like leather jacket um black hair it's straight it's actually the fringe is like this hard cut thing and she's in that sick ass honda it's a delight it's to cool. see her behind the wheel yeah she looks powerful i think we're gonna see more of that too well I look what do you think happens it. in tokyo drift uh alice Sneddon's critiques be damned i think she looks great huh Tokyo Drift. What about it? What's the plot? Here it is. We travel to Japan and we must foil an assassination attempt on Shinzo Abe. All right. It's too close to home and the chronology's all wrong. Someone look Sorry if to. anyone from Japan is listening. That's insensitive. Um, I reckon it's good. we're going to be spending a lot of time on, I've forgotten the name, but it's really famous and I've been there, that square. There's like yeah, one of my yeah. photograph squares. I think I, I remember it, there's a frame of a, someone drifting through one of those squares. It's Statham. Is Statham going to be in this movie? No. They introduce, that's a retcon. They introduce him later. But that, that shot that's at the end of, I want to say. I'm calling eight, it this. Seven, seven. Nah. Yeah. Too brown. With Russell. Too delirious. With um, fucking Kurt Russell, dude. <laughs> you think we're cooked? Yeah. Our brains have, for this it's franchise too brown, to mush. too delirious. What do you think's going to happen? What do you want to happen in Tokyo? Drift? I forgot Kurt Russell's in these movies. <laughs> I don't think any more for us, sadly. Which sucks. Han is street racing and you know that Texan guy who was putting a, a oh yeah he's, I think he's the hero yeah boy. and I think Bow Wow's in there too okay I think Bow Wow's I don't know I think it's a car race I think Han's <laughs> got to win a car race thanks guy you called it you, uh, you, I called it here first huge guess alright well there's only one way to find out and that's us watching Tokyo Drift which we'll be doing next 
Um, hey, it's, it's been a pool watch today, guys. We had to mix it up. We, we insisted. Yeah. What's happening on December 15th? I'm glad you asked. We're doing a live show at the Hollywood Avondale where we will be, for the first time ever, watching The Fast we're scr- and the Furious. We're screening it. So if we're you just want to watch it. the movie... Big screen. You can do that. You can come to the Hollywood... It's probably the most beautiful cinema in all of New Zealand. They're hosting the event. They'll put the movie on. I believe it's a 35mm print. This ain't digital. This oh, is, my God. I think that's true. Okay. I could be wrong. But either way, it's on the cinema. It's got proper sound. And then we will take the stage in front of that big projected screen after and reflect. it is. Reflect our thoughts. Um, we would love for you to join us. Yeah. Tickets should be on sale now, I fucking hope. Thomas Cottle's done some more beautiful artwork for it. He has. And um, we also will be, God willing, live streaming it, um, which if you live will in the cost wo- money because it's going to cost money for me to put that together. If you live in the world. That's for people We've who live in the world. People. Yeah, yeah. So if you exist in the world... If you didn't make, like, F9 and fuck off out of orbit, then you too can enjoy... Oh, actually, Starlink. You might still be able to watch it. Yeah. Give it a go. And we'll put some links in the show notes. Okay. Okay. You, okay. Anything you want to... Uh, closing thoughts here, Guy? No, I, I mean, I can't believe what a beautiful day it is and what a beautiful pool you have. That was a lovely swim. It was It nice. was an enjoyable conversation. I think I probably got a bit of sun. I think I'm burned. Yeah, same. If you want to see two white boys just roasting... Head along to the substack. If you want to see Tim and I applying sunscreen individually to our thighs, our exposed thighs, Mm. we have an opportunity for you. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.